And he went back to work and I was like, must be nice. Must be nice to just sleep for 48 hours and then go back to work. What about me? What about I'm pregnant and COVID and with child, toddler? What about how do I recover? And he's like, Shay, I didn't, I mean, I slept for 48 hours, but like I also put her down for a couple of her naps to give you a break. And remember when I like cleaned up the house and, and I, do you do this? Am I the only one that I was like, oh yeah, you did. And I'm super grateful for that. <laughs> but you just are so like tunnel vision in your head about how you're doing everything and how this is just unjust and this is insane. Hey guys, my name is Shayla. Welcome to the Hey Shayla podcast. I went from full-time travel to full-time new COVID mom and holy wow, is motherhood and adulting a learning curve. There are so many decisions we need to make and a million ways to do it right. I created this podcast to interview some of my gurus to share their knowledge and empower you on your journey. Let me be your guinea pig and ask the questions that you think everyone else knows. Here, we're a little hippie, we try to do things as naturally as possible, and we don't take ourselves too seriously. But above all, we support one another and work to find what works. If you're into it, you're our people. Let's get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Hey Shayla podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Today, we're going to talk about COVID and pregnancy. And I feel like this is like a hot topic, a hot, a hot topic. I don't think that's what I'm trying to say, but everybody just has something to say about it. Well, my family got COVID. We, Seth got it. Aaliyah got it. We didn't test her, but she got it and I got it somewhere, I think I was 25 weeks pregnant. So I just wanted to make this podcast to kind of explain what it was like for us. And I, in no way, shape or form want to minimize the severity of COVID. I had both of my grandparents, fathers, grandfathers pass away last year, COVID positive. So I know and understand the severity of what COVID can be. So I don't want to minimize that. I also know that being a pregnant woman right now during this time is freaking terrifying because first of all, you need to decide if you want to get the vaccine or not. And then regardless of what you decide, you're still scared that you're going to get this and you just don't know if you're going to be the person that has the insane and bad outcome. I don't know how else to say it. So I had fairly mild symptoms and I'm just going to share this with you as if you are my BFF. And I'm just telling you how it all went down for me in no way at all. Is this medical advice? I highly would, I would highly encourage you to work with your doctor and your midwife. And I, I feel like that's really all I need to say. Don't just take what I say as law do your own research, do what you feel comfortable with. 
do what works best for your family. Like always, this is how I always feel about things. I'm like, you go sleep. Cool. You sleep, train your baby. Cool. I support you in all the ways because I don't know your situation. I don't know what's going on with you. So whatever you decide is best for your family. I think that that's great. So the first question is always like, oh, well, how do you, how do you think you got it? And I do the same thing. I always ask people that kind of, cause I'm like, oh, I hung out with you last week. Like, and when you get it, I feel like it's a mix of like the plague and herpes. Like you have to, you are now plagued with this. So everyone's like, oh my gosh, uh, when was the last time I hung out with you? Like, and they're just, uh, you, they just feel weird about it. And then it's herpes because you have to go around and be like, Hey, we just tested positive. I know I hung out last weekend. How are you guys doing? You like go tell everyone or an STD or whatever. But so, uh, it's, that's weird. First of all. So we had hung out with my sister and my nephew all weekend. It was a dream weekend. And this is like, the thing is that you're so careful with COVID and you're like, like Seth and I, we will be on our way to my dad's house. And they're like, Oh, last weekend we hung out with this person. Now they're COVID positive. We literally will turn around driving there. We've done it multiple times. We like, just don't want to expose ourselves to anything. And so we're very careful people. So, but I just feel like at, we're all kind of just tired and we're not being lax, but we're just kind of like taking the information that we're learning as it's coming and just trying to decide what's safest. So I was like, okay, hang out with my sister, hang out with my nephew that feels safe. I went over to her house. They came over to our house. He slept over. Um, then we went to my dad's house and we hung out with him and his girlfriend and her daughter. And, um, she had another daughter that that's like Aaliyah's age. So we, everyone was hanging out, whatever. So that was like the extent of the exposure. It's not like we went to a raging concert and we were all sweating two inches from each other. So then Wednesday, Tuesday, we got a message from the daughter, one of the people at my dad's house and was like, Hey, my husband tested positive for COVID. And I was like, okay, well, we were really close to you guys that, but they're like, but we have no symptoms. Cool. Then Amber's like, Oh, people are testing positive at my work. And then Seth is saying people tested positive at his work. And then someone else, um, was tested, like everybody around us was testing positive. So who do we get it from? Who knows? Maybe all of them, maybe one of them doesn't really matter, but we got it. So the first person to go down was Aaliyah. And so on Wednesday, we, she just, she was super hot. She didn't want to eat anything. She didn't want to drink anything. She had, she didn't really have a fever. I think it was super high nineties, which apparently is not, I don't know, whatever. And so of course I call the doctor. That's what I always do. when she's sick, I just call and be like, so like, what should I look out for? And is this alarming? And they were pretty relaxed about it. They're like, well, they wanted to like rule out all the other things first. And like, if she keeps her fever for a couple of days, bring her in, um, trust your mom. God, if you feel like something's wrong, bring her in. But so far she just sounds like she's got a fever and she's kind of fussy, but she was so tired. Like this girl has not fallen asleep on the couch since she was an infant. If we're up watching TV, trying to get her to go to sleep, like if she's wired, she will just stay awake 
and just keep watching the TV. So she's like dozing off. And that kind of freaked me out, honestly, because I'm just watching her eyes slowly close and like fall asleep. She was just falling asleep, but I was like, is she passing out? Like what's happening? I don't know. And I like kind of got teary eyed because she really hasn't gotten sick. She's had a fever and she's had a stuffy nose and stuff, but she's really never been sick. So I'm nervous. I'm calling my sister and Aaliyah just falls asleep on the couch. And the nurse is like, well, she'll be fine. I ended up giving her a bath to try and like get her temperature down a little bit. And then we just did skin to skin, which actually helped a lot. And then I just went to bed with her. I was like, you know what? We're just going to go to bed. And cause she just really wanted to just be around comforted and she was just fussy. Okay. So we went to bed that night. She woke up every two hours just to like whine and cry and kind of like move around and then fall back asleep. Well, then in the morning time, she was fine. (laughs) I think she was still a little warm, but that was, she was eating again. She was moving around again. She was fine. Um, Wednesday, the night that night when she was not feeling well, Seth ended up coming home because he was kind of like, I don't know, I'm kind of feeling off too. So he came home, brought some COVID tests. And I was like, well, let's not, because I feel like all these take home COVID tests, you're, you're waiting, you take them. And then it's like, negative. And then you take it again in a couple of days, it's negative. You take it again in a couple of days and then it's positive. So I'm like, let's just wait to take these. So the next day, Thursday, Aaliyah is back to normal. She's fine. She slept a lot. Like she took a three, I didn't wake her up for any of her naps, which I normally do to make sure that she, if she sleeps really long during her naps, then she wakes up super early the next day. So she normally will do no more than an hour and a half. She was taking like a three hour nap and then sleeping really well throughout the night. So her body was clearly working off something. Seth, the next day started to feel not so great. And I don't know these days exactly for sure, but for two days, he was like 102 temperature sweating through his shirt, had the chills, had a headache, had just he slept, he slept for like 48 hours. And, um, on Friday he tested himself and he tested positive. And so we just kind of assumed that Aaliyah was positive. I wasn't going to shove the thing up her nose cause she was kind of sick. And I was like, we're just, she's just, so it was almost nice that she had the symptoms first because then we didn't, we weren't concerned about having to like quarantine from her or like what the best situation was. Cause we're like, okay, well, she probably has it already. And so Seth was out. So I'm like <laughs> watching these flies just drop. I'm like, okay, Leah got sick. Seth got sick. I'm still feeling pretty good. Probably. Cause I'm working with this clinical nutritionist. I'm like, it's probably all these vitamins I'm taking and all my probiotics or my prenatals and all this, like it's gotta be why I'm doing so well. Well, then on Friday I started, I'm not feeling so great. I was getting a headache and it was like, right in between my eyebrows and my forehead in my like eye sockets. So I guess your sinuses and in my low back and hips were super just achy, just not, not great. And I think I did take a test and it was, I I could test on Thursday that was negative. So then Seth tested positive Friday. Then I took a test on Saturday because I was still having the headaches and the, the achy back, but that was it. Nothing else. I still had my smell. I still had everything. It was fine. And I tested positive on Saturday. So then of course I call my midwife or I think I had to call the well, ER, whatever 
triage nurse. And I'm trying to tell her that my hips are achy, but it really wasn't my hips. It was my low back, but I couldn't, for whatever reason, think of the word low back. So I was like, it's just kind of like, you know, like where you, people get tramp stamps. Like that. that was, that was how I described her where this pain was. So in case you're like, where in your low back now, you know, that's where it was. And she, so I go, you know, like kind of where people get tramp stamps. And she goes, your low back. I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's what I meant is your low back. (laughs) Uh, So she was also trying to figure out like other things it could be and not just like assuming it was COVID, but I was COVID positive. So I was like, I don't know why we're doing this, but she seemed concerned about the low back pain as if I was going into labor. Cause she's like, well, are you having any other signs of labor? And I'm like, what? That's, I guess that's a sign of labor, but that's not, no, I'm not having any other signs of labor. I just have a headache and low back. So what can I do? And she's like, I don't know. I think you should come into the ER. And I was like, look, you're the professional here. You're the nurse, but I don't feel like I need to be going into the ER. Like I feel pretty fine. I'm not short of breath. I'm not coughing. These are my only two symptoms. And she's like, oh, I see that you work with the midwives. Let me have the midwife call you. So the midwife calls me and she is like even more relaxed. She's just like, okay, well, got pretty mild symptoms. You can take Tylenol. And I'm, I don't even like taking Tylenol when I'm not pregnant. Like I just don't like, Oh, I think I can take more turmeric or pineapple or whatever (laughs) and not do that or drink more water, whatever. But here I was like, okay, if you say I can take Tylenol, I'm going to. And that eliminated my headache on a timer, like on a two hour timer. And then she said that I could take an Epsom salt bath for the aches. And that was a godsend. Like I took, Aaliyah took, we took a bath together and Aaliyah thought it was the greatest thing ever to have mom in the tub, but that I felt so good after that because the Epsom salts, just like magnesium and a bunch of minerals that just get absorbed. And I used to do it when I was a waitress and I would work a double, I would take an Epsom salt bath and my legs would feel better. It was just, it's the greatest. I love them, but who has time to take baths? So I did for like the next three days and it was magical. Um, let's see. So then I kind of was like not feeling good for those two days. And then I went away. And the next thing is that like, nobody, the, the, how long you quarantine for keeps changing. So, oh, I'm also going to share at the end, how to help people who are going through COVID that like, you obviously can't go over there and like entertain their child or physically be in their home. But my neighbor and my mom and a friend of mine, like, were godsends. And I was like, I wouldn't have known to do these things. I'm going to share that with you. But mm, I'm the loudest gulper in the world. That was a gulp. Um, So I felt better the next day. And I was like, all right, woo, got through that. Like, done and done. I am a superhuman and these vitamins are everything. And the symptoms went away on Sunday and like, we're kind of pretty mild on Monday because I recorded a podcast, which I'm glad I did. But afterwards I was spent, I was so done. And the guidelines for how long you have to quarantine change is what I was getting at. And so Seth was able to go back to work relatively soon. And he went back to work and I was like, must be nice. Must be nice to just sleep for 48 hours and then go back to work. What about me? 
What about I'm pregnant and COVID and with child, toddler? What about how do I recover? And he's like, Shay, I didn't, I mean, I slept for 48 hours, but like, I also put her down for a couple of her naps to give you a break. And remember when I like cleaned up the house and, and I, do you do this? Am I the only one that I was like, oh yeah, you did. And I'm super grateful for that. <laughs> but you just are so like tunnel vision in your head about how you're doing everything and how this is just unjust and this is insane and how and then you express those feelings to your partner and they're like, really? I feel like I've actually done laundry and I unloaded the dishwasher and like took her outside. And I was like, oh yeah, yeah, you did do all of those things. And I, uh, I do appreciate them. <laughs> God, <laughs> uh, So that happened, but so he went back to work and I'm like, Seth, He's like, Shay, I need, I need to save my time off for when the baby gets here. And I'm like, oh yeah, you do. So, okay, great. All right. We're going to talk about probiotics, love bug probiotics specifically. I took these probiotics all through pregnancy, all postpartum. And now I'm giving them to my toddler as she's more on solids and less on breast milk during pregnancy. It helps my gut biome. It helps seed the gut biome for my baby. And we know that a healthy gut contributes to a healthy immune system. You can take their prenatal probiotics right along with your prenatal vitamins. And they have a subscription option. So you can just get them delivered to you exactly when you run out. I do not like subscription things, but I love them for my vitamins so that I never have to run out. I have an affiliate code, Hey Shayla, for 15% off. I hope you love them. Let's get back to it. So I go from headache, tramp stamp pain to feeling good. Then I get nasally, I get a cough and I get something else. I'll remember in a second, but no more headache, well, mild headache and no more like body aches. Like that was done. I never got a fever. I never was like short of breath more than just pregnancy. That's what my midwife, she kept being like, have you had a change in shortness of breath? I'm like, no, <laughs> definitely short of breath, but no change. Um, what it was like runny nose cough, something else, sore throat. I had a sore throat, but like, again, those are pretty mild symptoms. So I was like, okay, this is annoying. Then the next day, whatever day this is, I don't know, Wednesday, my energy just like tanked. And I was like, what is happening? We should be getting over this soon. We're coming up on a week, right? Or half a week or whatever. This is silly. I thought I, I thought I was just superwoman here. <laughs> Why is my energy tanking now? And it was gone. My energy was gone. And so we basically, I'm not kidding when I say had the TV on all day long. And I would get up to make sure that she was fed, make sure that I was fed and go lay back down. And she did fine. She was fine. As a mom, you're like, oh my gosh, what am I doing? but she was just fine. She was still kind of tired and she enjoyed watching shows and I would try and break it up and do different things with her. And, and like, I would feel good one day. And then I would feel 
not good. And then, and then when I felt good, I was like, okay, good. I can get some work done. I can clean up. I can whatever. And I think COVID is like, you really need to do nothing. Otherwise it goes, oh, okay. Oh, okay. You feel better. How about today? And then you're like, okay, I don't feel good today. It was like every other day. So I just had to like lay low and then I try and go to sleep. And this was like such a challenging part because I'm like, okay, I really don't need to get anything done. I'm pretty much caught up on everything that is like a fire that needs to be put out for this week. I can go to bed at seven o'clock with Aaron. Couldn't, couldn't do it. Could not fall asleep when you're pregnant. You like, can't just fall asleep sometimes. Well, yeah, that was the case. So I would go to bed at like eight and I wouldn't fall asleep till like 10. And then she'd be up early and I'm like, oh my gosh, I just need to rest. I just need rest. That was the hardest part was the energy for sure. For me, it was, it was, just was like, I just need some help. And my babysitter, like from what I heard, it was five days after you tested positive. So that means technically Saturday's day zero Sunday, Monday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So she could have come on Friday. And I was like, just forget it. Just forget it. I still am symptomatic. I was a freak about not exposing myself. I do not want to expose you. I don't know. I just told her to wait. So that, I mean, that was hard because that was even more time that Aaliyah was just doing nothing. And I was also doing nothing. (laughs) Uh, There's so much guilt, but then somebody kind of put it in perspective and was like, trust me, even if they watch TV for two weeks straight in the scheme of things, it's going to be okay. And I was like, man, I guess you're probably right. So that's kind of, I mean, that's kind of the whole arch of it. I am, gosh, over two weeks now. I still have this like nasally sound, but I have my energy back for the most part. Change in energy. My pregnancy energy is back. My COVID energy is gone. Um, but yeah, I just like did the neti pot a couple of times. And because I can't blow anything out, it's not like a runny nose right now. It's kind of runny, but sometimes it's just like stuffed up up there and I'll even do the nutty pot enough. It won't go through the other side of my nose. It just stops. But then sometimes you just get this huge glob that you get out and it's so satisfying, but it kind of messes with the like pressure in my ears sometimes. Anyway. Okay. So yeah. So first my symptoms were headache, body aches, then they went away, then sore throat, um, cough and runny nose came an exhaustion. And it literally went on and off, on and off, on and off. And I would say on day 10, I got my energy back and then I'm still just kind of waiting for this nasally stuff to go away. I think I still have taste and smell. <sighs> Never got a fever, but I don't, I think my tastes and smell are off because we don't have a microwave. We didn't move. The house didn't have one when we moved in and the kitchen's so small that I'm just like, forget it. And so I warm up water for like hot lemon water and honey on the stove. And it literally tastes like I washed the pan with soap and then didn't rinse it or something. Like it tastes like cleaning solution like lemon flavored cleaning solution, but like multiple in a row. And I'm like, I'm rinsing this off. There cannot be soap in here still. 
And like the other day I thought that the carpet smelled like fish. I don't know. My, my smell and my taste are just kind of off. I don't know if they're gone, but they're just off. Um, let's see. Okay. So what things that I did again, not medical advice, you need to figure out if you can do these things and if like at what dosage. So I increased my zinc, my vitamin C, my vitamin D. I think I increased my selenium and, uh, had chicken noodle bone broth soup or just straight bone broth did the nutty pot and stayed super hydrated. Those were like, in addition to my prenatal and all the things, those are the things that I did to try and like move it along. My midwife, there's like a team. So I talked to both of them and they both were like, we're going to have you do a baby aspirin for the rest of your pregnancy, which I'm already doing. I already am on a baby aspirin. I was with Elite my first pregnancy. I am with this one because I had a positive ANA, which is like a potential precursor for an autoimmune disease. We didn't go into it any further than that. Cause I was like on the border of positive. So I've been on a baby aspirin. So that's that. And then sometimes they will do an additional ultrasound later on to see how baby is growing. Um, my midwife was like, yeah, sometimes we add that, but it's on a case by case basis. I'm not just going to say, because you had COVID, we're just going to do it. If your baby starts to measure small, then we'll go in and make sure that things are measuring fine. I don't know. I've also heard that like women who have COVID have a more worn out placenta. So when the baby's born, I don't know, they look at the placenta and they're like, Oh, wow, this is more worn out. (laughs) I don't know. But, and I talked to somebody who's like, maybe it's because the placenta is the barrier between like COVID and the baby. And it just like takes a hit. I have no idea, but you take the baby aspirin to thin out your blood to make sure they don't get blood clots. Um, and then you can do that extra ultrasound. Sorry. I'm filming this at night (laughs) and then you can do the extra ultrasound if need be right now. uh, Well, when I went in for my 28 week on the day of turning 28 weeks, um, she measured me and I was measuring or the baby was measuring 29 weeks. So right now baby's big. And, uh, in our 20 week ultrasound, I'm getting short of breath right now, just for being pregnant. <sighs> Sorry for the yawns. Um, and at our 28 week, at our 20 week ultrasound, uh, the baby was measuring 67 percentile. Now here's the other thing. I don't really know when I got pregnant. It was my first period back according to their dating, which was at a six week ultrasound, which is pretty early. So I imagine it's fairly close. Um, they told me my conception date and it would be on day 30 of my period. So like day one is when you get your period, typically you ovulate and can conceive between day 12 and 18 depending on how long your period is. And then you get your period around day 30 ish. And then you start the whole thing over again. Well, I didn't get my period, but I took a test, a pregnancy test on day 37. That was negative. And I was just like, okay, well I just quit breastfeeding. I just got my period back. I'm sure it's just wonky. And then on day like 47, 
I took another pregnancy test that was positive. And I was like, well, what the heck? When did I ovulate? So according to this ultrasound, it was technically day 33. So I'm like already just questioning my due date. So now that babe is measuring big, I'm like, yeah, but is the due date right? I don't know. This is how I felt about Aaliyah too. I made up my own due date. They told me that it was going to be May the 4th. And I was like, May the 4th be with you. I'm not a Star Wars fan. That will not be her birthday. And it's just a guest date anyway. So the chances are low. So I would just tell people that my due date was Cinco de Mayo, May 5th. It's a day later. Freaking baby came on May the 4th. (laughs) And I was like, of course she did. Because I did not believe the doctors. So the doctors were right. Not my made up due date. So who knows? I'm not really too much. I honestly apologize for all this yawning. That's the worst. Um, but I, I, who knows when this baby will come, but according to the date currently, the baby will be born if they show up on their due date exactly one week before Aaliyah's second birthday. So this is going to be interesting. Um, I, I don't want to say too much about this, but if I were to get COVID, I'm grateful that it was in the second trimester because the first trimester you're dealing with so much stuff, like basically because the second trimester is supposed to be the easiest. So I'm not feeling nauseous. I'm not feeling overly huge and ginormous. So I was like, well, I guess silver lining here is that it happened in the second try, I guess. Um, but I asked people on Instagram if they had had COVID and pregnant while they were pregnant. And I got a ton of responses from people who said that they had and kind of told their, they told their story. So they talked about if they were vaccinated, they talked about if they had mild or severe symptoms, they talked about, um, different things that their doctors did. And I put that all on a highlight on Instagram. So if you're interested in reading other people's stories, I think it's C plus pregnant or something, because if you write COVID, you get blocked on Instagram. I don't know. Um, everybody wants to know if I'm vaccinated. I am not vaccinated. Seth was vaccinated. Um, I was breastfeeding and didn't feel comfortable getting vaccinated, which at the time was acceptable. It's like, okay, if you're breastfeeding, you don't, whatever. Then I got pregnant and I felt even more uncomfortable getting the vaccine. And like I said, if you're somebody that's like, oh, I just got it because I had anxiety or like, I thought it was a good idea and great. I 1000% support that. And I think that's a great decision for you. If you didn't get vaccinated for whatever reason, I also support you. I don't know your pre-existing conditions. I don't know your exposure rate, your exposure, how likely you are to be exposed. Like if you're working in the medical field versus if you're a stay-at-home mom, you have much different exposure potential. I don't know what I'm trying to say. There's a million factors that go into it. And so I just support whatever anybody decides. And so that's what that's me. I'm not vaccinated. And that's how it all worked out for me. Um, the things that you can do to help someone, my mom brought over diapers because I was not about to do cloth diapering when I was feeling sick. 
my mom brought over a ton of squeezers because I was like, well, I guess she can get some fruits and vegetables at least without me having to like make her this meal, which obviously is not sustainable, but I felt fine about it for the time. Um, she brought over zinc and I can't remember what else. And then my neighbor was like, do you need anything? And I was like, no, nobody's most of the time. Nobody's going to say that they need anything because they don't even know what they need. They're so overwhelmed with everything that's going on. They don't even know what they need. They don't even know what to ask for. So my neighbor's like, okay, I'll just bring you something. Oh, my mom brought me bone broth soup. That was another thing. Then my neighbor brought me coconut water to stay hydrated. She brought me like oranges. She brought me Epsom salt, which was amazing because I had just run out. She brought me homemade bone broth, bone broth soup, bone broth soup. Um, and then like a week later, she brought another package. Oh, I asked her to grab me milk, bananas, and uh, ibuprofen for Aaliyah. So she brought that. And then a week later, she brought a little coloring thing for Aaliyah, which was so awesome because you know that your kids are just way more interested in new toys, right? Somebody else sent me like a fidget package from Amazon. Aaliyah loved it. It kept her busy for a long time. Um, yeah. And then the second package that my neighbor brought was like a coloring thing, just straight bone broth. And I was like, what am I supposed to do with this? I made rice with it. And she's like, I just warm it up and sip on it. I was like, gross. And then I did it and it was great. <laughs> and, uh, more coconut water. And I was just like, are you an angel? Like what? how do you know the things that I need that I, I don't even know that I need Uh DoorDash gift cards are great because then people can order themselves food if they need to. Yeah. Those are the things that I would recommend something to entertain the kids. Um, stay hydrated, bone broth, whatever. Yeah. I think that's all I've got. So I think that's the gist of it. I just wanted to really sit down and kind of like have a chat with you just to say it is a scary freaking time, but not, you just don't, you really just don't know. But I feel like all the stories that are being told are like the terrifying stories. So I just wanted to tell mine and share some on Instagram of ones that are not terrifying. They're uncomfortable and they're not fun, but they're not what all the other stories are. So I just wanted to share that. Thank you guys so much for listening. I, yeah, I'll check you. I'll talk to you guys on Facebook or YouTube or wherever else. If you have not left a review, I would love, I love reading the reviews. I read, I've read every single one of them. Not all platforms have reviews, but it also helps the podcast when you leave a review. So I would love that. And I would just love to read them. All right. Thank you all for listening. I support you. I am with you. See you guys next time. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you enjoyed it, please share with somebody you think would love And I would be so honored if you would subscribe to the podcast and leave a comment and rating below so I can know what you guys are digging, what you want more of, just connect with you a little better. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next time.